welcome friends, people for peace, pods of consciousness, planetary citizens, wherever you are. As you listen today, my name is Dick Dalton, and I get to host Glocal News in Social Artistry, where we get to talk to folks that are building a more humane world from the inside out. And today, my guest is doing just that up in, I believe you say, Bettendorf, Iowa, Rochelle Ritgers. Are you on the line? Uh, indeed, I am. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning Hi, after 10 or 12 years. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes, we, uh, we met at the National Wellness Conference up at Stevens Point, and uh, you and possibly your mother were... We're at a booth uh, doing uh, Juice Plus. Is that correct? That is correct, although she would not be happy to he- hear you say it was my mother. <laughs> oh, oh, well. I thought <laughs> your was mother a was. Of mine, Mary, yes. Uh huh. I thought your mother was involved in the business. Maybe that was the connection. Maybe she not. is. Yes. Oh, okay. That or was the connection. Or at least at that time she was. She yeah. isn't any longer, but okay. yeah. Well, my apologies to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a, a, a very interesting meeting. Um, there was some kind of, in my memory, there was some kind of a spiritual connection. And I, I, I have wondered about that. And we sort of kept uh, in contact loosely through Facebook. Um, and you've had quite a journey in your uh, spiritual transformations and new learnings uh, even since then. Um, I hope today we get to talk about some of those uh, transformations and and maybe some folks that are listening are are going through some of the the same things that uh, you've gone through, that I've gone through, and and it would be of interest to them. So what are you doing today? What what is in, in your life today? And then we can slip back and see where things came from. Well, first of all, Dick, I am really wanting to express my gratitude for being on your show today. I'm uh, on a mission to help people awaken in whatever way that I can and to become more aware of who they really are. And so this is just a beautiful venue to help um, make that happen. So thank you for bringing me on. Well, what a pleasure. Uh, you mentioned yeah. the word awaken. Uh, yeah. I have, believe it or not, some critics <laughs> that, oh, no. that think uh, that this uh, awaken word or being woke is something new. And I think we need to uh, acknowledge that uh, this is an ancient <laughs> uh practice, or uh, I guess you couldn't call it a practice, but a result of practice. Um, And your connection in part uh, is with uh, Qigong, and that is a a fairly ancient art, is that not? Well, correct. It's um, the spiritual nature of who we are was prevalently known in the ancient times. Qigong is probably, as far as we know, around 5,000 years old. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it mimics other kinds of philosophies. And um, so I believe that we used to be, you know, back in those times, more deeply understanding of the nature of who we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have become more human and less spirit. And my philosophy and my belief is that we are truly more spirit and we just happen to be inhabiting a human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and, there's a, a famous quote that somebody has, uh, was it uh, Teilhard de Chardin? It said something like that. We're a, um, I can't even, I would, I would do I would do it a disservice if I tried to quote it. <laughs> and I wish I could help you here, but that I I believe that I've heard the quote. I didn't know who the author was, uh-huh. but yes. And so when we are are running around being very human and not being spirit at all, 
you run into all these human experiences that are, I don't know, difficult, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. And when we are spending more time in the, the feeling, the awareness, the energetic essence of our spirit self, um, then we can allow for magic to happen, sort of. Wonderful. I like <laughs> magic. You're... Yeah. Mystery. <laughs> right, right. Mysticism. What you know? Lots of different names for it. Some people but... uh, refer to coincidences that happen in their life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad used to call a coincidence a, a Holy Ghost moment. <laughs> Which I, That's a neat way of looking at it, uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I, I was surprised when he said it, but it uh, it kind of resonated with me, and, and I uh, I like to think of it that way more now myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you asked what I'm doing these days, mm-hmm. and um, I have transitioned from working in uh, the sports medicine field, mm-hmm. and uh, actually that was about seven years ago that I transitioned to working with individuals on a one-on-one basis, helping them realign with themselves in a spiritual and physical kind of way. So Mm -hmm. I kind of call myself a mind-body-spirit personal trainer. Cool. Right, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Back in the day, weren't you teaching uh, sports medicine at university Mm -hmm. or college? At, at the college level, and I did that for 33 years before I moved on right. in my uh, circle of life, so to speak. Yeah, and I was uh, and I was teaching college uh, health and wellness, which were partners with uh, sports medicine, and mm-hmm. uh, for about the same amount of time, mm. which uh, kind of made us colleagues uh, when we met, although we didn't particularly know that. And uh, right. yeah, and then you've. When did you start bringing into your life uh, some of these other practices that, uh, such as qigong, or uh, we'll end up talking about crystals and and uh, what does is it Saint John, uh, who's the fellow that you. Uh, Brazil. I'm trying to think. Of oh, the John of God. John of situation. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. There are just different things that I recall from some of your posts that uh, um, maybe we can dabble into and see right. why they came up and how they came up and what they did for you. Well, there's an interesting story that goes along with sort of this Holy Ghost experience. Cool. And um, <laughs> thank your father for that one. And um, thanks, Dad. <laughs> I was I was uh, steeped in the middle of my sports medicine world, and one of my colleagues on my campus uh, wanted had had been going up to Mayo Clinic for some health concerns, mm-hmm. and. She didn't want to have traditional treatment, so she asked the doctors there if she couldn't be referred to someone who would be less traditional, more um, energetic or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. not sure the terminology she used because that term was not in my vernacular at that time. Right. Um, Energy medicine but, is, um, uh, has come into its own, but it, it yeah. wasn't there back in the day. Yeah. No, no. So I had never heard those words together and she so they referred her to my qigong master which i you know i hadn't been involved with at that time to for treatment and so she was having you know care from him from a distance which she was from sri lanka so she understood this concept Hmm. I had no idea about it, and I thought it was a little odd. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, from a distance. Huh? Right, yeah. Hmm. And so I, she was invited by Master Lin to come up to Minneapolis, where he has his uh, practice, and come to classes or a weekend worth of classes and so that she could learn these techniques to work on herself. Mm-hmm. 
And she didn't want to make the journey herself, so she asked me if I wouldn't join her. Ooh. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, it was such an amazing thing because, first of all, he couldn't even say the word Qigong, much less I know. I practiced it, it this morning. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. And so... And, you know, so I had absolutely no understanding of what it was. I mean, zero understanding. And um, I said, yes, strangely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so we made our way up there. And the first story that was told during our first class was from a young lady who, you know, she started the story saying that she rides horses for a hobby, and her horse bucked her off, and she landed on her hands and broke both of her arms. Mm-hmm. And she said, she of course went to the hospital, and they wanted to do surgery, and she asked the doctor if maybe she couldn't um, go to her Qigong friend mm-hmm. who could help her with this. And of course, I work, worked with orthopedic doctors on a daily basis and I know the personality and you know I can see the eyes rolling and (laughs) (laughs) you know the whole experience of okay crazy lady you know kind Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. so they finally agreed and he put casts on her arms and she went to her practitioner and you know I don't remember the details of of what her practitioner did for her, how many times she went, mm-hmm. but it was two weeks later that she had agreed with the doctor to come back mm-hmm. for the x-rays and then to do it his way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, when she went back two weeks later, the x-rays were not only the bones were healed, mm-hmm. but there were no old fracture lines in the bones, as if there was scarring of the bones. Mm-hmm. All of it was healed. <laughs> and uh, okay, I, right, I was absolutely taken back. Mm. And in my mind, I said, I am in the right place. This is truly amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've continued to study since then. I can see why. <laughs> right? <laughs> How yeah. could you not? Sure. I mean, I was in the world of sports medicine with broken bones all the time. And I saw that and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, boy, this is going to help me in my business. Right. So, oh, yeah. Um, So some of the some of Qigong, at least initially, is is breathing. But Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot more to it. Um, Can you give us a nutshell of uh, if if many of myself and many of our listeners probably haven't done much qigong to know what it is okay so i can give you a brief synopsis of mm-hmm. of it maybe Great. um mm-hmm. it looks like well there's there's many forms of qigong the two types that i practice are the medical qigong and then the movement qigong so it would p- perhaps be analogous to Tai Chi. Okay. So if you've ever watched someone do Tai Chi, that sort of looks like the movement Qigong. And those movements are intended to open the meridians in our bodies. So Our energy meridians that are running from our toes up to the top of our head, etc. Right. And those Mm -hmm. energy meridians are the same meridians that are used for acupuncture, Mm -hmm or acupressure, those mm-hmm. two practices are becoming more and more known in our areas. Certainly are. Yes, and so the movements are intended to help those body parts, you know, those energy centers open hmm. so that the energy will flow. Because and blocking in, energy is what brings dis-ease, is that? Yes, yeah. okay. yes. Mm-hmm. If you think of our... Our energy flow, um, you know, like rivers. Mm-hmm. And then if you put a dam in the middle mm-hmm. of that river, then you get a block where on one side of the dam there's extra energy. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the dam there's a drought. Right. Right? Yeah. 
And so our bodies can have dis-ease based on too much energy or based on too little energy. Mm-hmm. Wonderful analogy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what movement does, is to open up those channels, those, mm-hmm. those rivers, if you will, so that more energy, so the energy can flow more freely. Mm-hmm. And in Chinese medicine, in, in Qigong, uh, their philosophy is if the channels are open and the energy is balanced, then the body is healthy. Mm-hmm. When the channels are blocked and the energy is stopped in some way or another, mm-hmm. then we have disease or discomfort mm-hmm. right. in some way. And we see that working in our cardiovascular system or in our digestive system. You know, we have a blockage. It's going to be a big trouble. So we're just taking it to the level of energy that we can't see as clearly, but it clearly is there. (laughs) Yeah. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And Western medicine is now beginning to recognize this energy system, which Mm-hmm. They didn't have the tools to see it mm-hmm. before. Right. And the tools have become more and more equipped in order to be able to find it and see it, you know, in their testing uh, mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is really good news for the world, really. Oh, it is. <laughs> because it, it seems the entire world has taken on the Western medicine sort of concept and philosophy. Mm-hmm. So as as they become more aware of those ancient practices, mm-hmm. the world would become more healthier. Yeah, and in this moment where you know healthcare and healthcare costs and politics are all wrangling over this quietly <laughs> in places like uh, Spring Forest uh, Qigong Center, uh, there are people that are healing through energy medicine uh, and just bypassing the whole system. Which is a little bit troublesome, I think, in their world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if enough of us learn to do this, uh, it will be for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. But that's good. Um, It's good news. It's it's good news. It's exceptional news because people can take their health into their own hands then. Yes, yes. And not rely so much on another to Mm -hmm. assist them. And, um, you know, it it seems like we have given the medicine system sort of this God persona in that, you know, we go to the doctor for an answer to our troubles Mm -hmm. and, you know, with with reckless abandon of our own mind, mm-hmm. almost, we allow for them to tell us, you know, what's wrong with us and what we should do to heal it. Yeah, what, and the answers what pill for healing to take, are right. always within us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that, you know, I don't want to disregard medicine because they have a very important role. Um, but we have a very important role in our own lives as well. Right. And you, uh, not only in terms of movement and breath, um, and and let me just say, I had not acknowledged the phrase medical Qigong. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's a new phrase for me, and I tend to explore it uh, with you offline (laughs) a little more (laughs) Uh Uh, if we don't have time right now. Um, I will say, though, that uh, I've had on my show uh, one of our popular local Tai Chi instructors, uh, Kenny Green, who uh, has a a free uh, Tai Chi class uh, three mornings a week at our local armory. And and then I had another guest on who attends his Tai Chi class. And so I went to his class (laughs) To pick her up to bring her to the show, so I had my first uh, Tai Chi class about a month ago. So uh, I'm I'm a, a newbie. I'm a very okay. newbie. Sure. Although, although meditation and other practices of of yoga type things are not new to me, but this uh, 
what you're talking about is is newer to me. Yeah. So you, right, and you know, I have never practiced Tai Chi myself. Mm-hmm. My Qigong master is a Tai Chi master as well, but I haven't ever done that. I, mm-hmm. I have I've used uh, Qigong strictly, which is working for me, I guess. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've also um, are working with uh, foods, uh, nutrients, um, as well as part of getting the balance uh, right in the body. Do you want to address that a little bit? Um, Please let me go back because I was telling you about the movement activities, but Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't share that the other part of the Qigong that I work with is the, you know, medical Qigong, or we call it energy medicine, right? Mm -hmm, You've mm -hmm. heard that term before. Mm -hmm. And this part is when my, when I use my energy system to interact with yours Mm -hmm. and move your energy so that uh, maybe, maybe you're unable to move. Maybe you have aches and pains that keep you from being able to be ambulating and moving and getting the kinds of motion that would help to open your own channels, Mm -hmm. then I can use my energy to help open your channels and help the energy flow in your body. Mm -hmm. And so we we sort of detect the energy blockages sort of using our hand like a metal detector. Like a Reiki person, practitioner? Something like that. Something like that? Okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, and, and then then um, get that energy mobilized so the flow of the chemistry in your body um, just begins to happen and your body will heal itself when it when the energy is flowing. Excellent. Uh, yeah. You know the name Donna Eden? I sure do, yes. Uh, well, she and her husband, David, was it Feinstein? Um, I'm not sure if that's his last name. Um, Sounds right. Uh, were at uh, a social artistry intensive out in Oregon, uh, put on by Gene Houston, and uh, that I was there for that uh, particular. What an uh, amazing event that time. must have been! Oh, each of them were. Uh, there were four or five that I was able to go to, and Donna and David were there for one of those, and and did. Uh, uh, presentations. He did some on energy medicine. She did her more practical, uh, I guess some call it the kinesiology, muscle testing, and uh, mm-hmm. some talking about her own life story. So that was my introduction. Uh, not too far from the time that uh, I met you at the National Wellness Conference. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is also where I met Gene Houston back in 2001. Was wow. at the You're dropping these amazing names. So, wow, that's fabulous. Yeah. Well, it it was a (laughs) talk about those Holy Ghost moments. You know, I've had my share. So sometime (laughs) we'll (laughs) we'll compare notes on some of those. I I think my audience might get tired of me continually telling the same stories. (laughs) We'll wait wait on that. Uh, So... Medical Qigong uh, is moving or recognizing blocked energy and then um, assisting the person to open that blockage. Or are you actually mm, doing something that opens the blockage? Well, when I can direct my energy mm-hmm. into a blockage that they might have, mm-hmm. in combination with intent, you can create pretty miraculous circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I will, if I can, I'll share a story that um, was kind of what really got me going in Chigong. I had just taken so those so Rochelle Rochelle yes. Uh, can we take a short station break? <laughs> it's one of those times, huh? Okay. Well, you know, I, I don't know how long the story's going to be. So, oh, okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> so that's, that's a great idea. Let's Perfect. come back, and we okay. will be ready for a great story as soon as— We'll uh, be ha- 
Yes, leaving our audience with a cliffhanger here. There we go. All right. Take us away, Dennis. Talk to you soon. And welcome back to Glocal News and Social Artistry. Uh, I'm your host, Dick Dalton, and my guest today is Rochelle Ritgers from up in Bettendorf, Iowa. And we have a story uh, to listen to. So we just left you with uh, this cliffhanger for us, uh, Rochelle. Uh, Take it away. Okay, thank you. Well, I was I was sharing that I use my energy to interact with my client's energy in order to open up their their blockages. And my initial opening story of my Qigong career was um, visiting my best friend right after I had taken my first two classes of Qigong. And so I've just learned it. I have these books, and I'm looking in the books, and I'm seeing, you know, I'm reading what I'm supposed to do, and then I'm practicing it on my friend. Mm -hmm. And she has breast cancer for the second time Mm -hmm. at this particular moment, and she also has a blood clot on her lung because she'd had a surgical resection of her right lower lobe of her lung. Mm. And so the blood clot was causing her to have difficulties breathing, Mm -hmm. and it was pressing on her aorta Mm -hmm. of her heart, the main um, artery of her heart. Mm -hmm. And so she's dragging around, you know, this oxygen tank all of the time. And so I was going there just to help her. It was the summertime, and, you know, we don't have to work in the summertime when we're in academia, so that worked (laughs) out very well. And she lived a couple of hours away from me. So I was helping her, you know, on a daily basis do what I was trying to learn at that time, you know, with regard to the medical Qigong techniques. And I was, you know, just using some basic techniques and looking at the book and then doing it, looking at the book and doing it. Mm -hmm. And um, during that particular, it was probably, I don't know, four or five days after I'd gotten there, but it was on a Saturday, I recall, that we were sitting outside on the porch and I was doing these techniques and I was working, um, you know, on her whole body, but there were particular places that I was working, including on this blood clot Mm -hmm. that was on her lung. And my eyes were closed and I was really concentrating and, you know, we're supposed to project our love energy to them. So I was really working on moving into my heart and projecting my love energy toward her. Mm And then I finished with a series of just movements that we do uh, based on the rules, you know, so mm-hmm. to speak. Right. And I opened my eyes and her eyes were so wide. She looked like an owl sitting there. <laughs> and she said to me, did you feel that? And of course, I have no idea what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, well, what did you experience? And she said, I swear to you, the blood clot broke up and it dissipated. Wow. And I was like, well, good, because that's what I was working on. Mm-hmm. And those words coming out of my mouth was really surprising to me because, you know, I didn't feel confident. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Though Master Lin has always said, you must feel confident. You know? <laughs> feel confident. Feel confident. <laughs> yes. Just be confident. You know? <laughs> so, well, uh. the... Uh, I left that Sunday, that next day, and on Tuesday she had a CAT scan, and the CAT scan indeed showed that the blood clot was gone. Hmm. So us interacting, our energetic system interacting with another's Mm -hmm. is very powerful, and Mm -hmm. it's always safe. That's the really cool thing about it. What I didn't know about this, you know, little blood clot that we were working on is that was more life-threatening than the cancer. Yes, uh, if it had come loose or... Right, right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were just naively, you know, Mm -hmm. doing what we do, you know, (laughs) because we just learned, you know. Right. And um, so that was pretty pretty astounding, and it it just warmed my heart that if I can help my very best friend in a way like this, then let me be of service to the world. Mm -hmm. 
and that opened up my practice. So, um, do you hang a shingle out on your door, and what is your practice? I do, yes. I, okay. I, not exactly, because I, mm-hmm. I practice out of my home, which sure. has become my healing center. Right. And uh, so I see clients on a regular basis mm-hmm. and work with them in the area of spiritual counsel as well as Qigong and, you know, energy balancing. Mm-hmm. I use sound as well as uh, crystals and, um, you know, energy work from a variety of different ways in tent and uh, have developed a small crystal store and mm-hmm. metaphysical uh, experience, complete metaphysical experience, as well as bringing in practitioners uh, from all over the place uh, who also will, you know, see clients and, um, you know, offer their gifts when they when they are here. Mm-hmm. So in, as you said, you use sound. Are you using the sound that I would make by certain humming or chanting or getting a sound in a particular part of my body? Or are you using external sounds or both? Both, yeah. We Mm -hmm. use chanting and and Mm -hmm. sound from that standpoint, which is a part of Qigong. Mm -hmm. And then I use uh, tuning forks and alchemy bowls, um, Mm -hmm. toning bowls. Mm -hmm. Some people will call them crystal bowls, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we use those kinds of things as well. Mm-hmm. And um, some people are into essential oils. Is uh, is the ar- aromatic part of uh, the healing world uh, included? Wow. Yes, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. I have aligned myself with a variety of very high-frequency products. Mm-hmm. And essential oils are uh, one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, Juice Plus is another one. It's it's extremely high frequency with regard to its quality, mm-hmm. and uh, also and you, hemp oil. How do you measure its frequency? High when you Ooh. say high frequency, you know some people would uh, use magnets or use uh, you know the muscle testing or something to say if this is the right thing for me. But, mm-hmm. but you use the word high frequency. What is what does that mean? Um, Dr. David Hawkins, in his book Power Versus Force, he describes a very wonderful technique for measuring everything with muscle muscle testing. Mm-hmm. And so I have gone through the process of measuring the frequency of all of my products and um, using muscle testing. So. You know how you do that. You just ask your body because your body knows it has infinite wisdom. Um, you know, is this? You know, what is the frequency of this? And then you start doing numbers and testing. Mm-hmm. So I have tested fruits and vegetables. I have tested music. I have tested the essential oils, a variety of them. I have uh, tested the the hemp oil that we use and. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea is to bring our body into the highest frequency possible. Mm-hmm. And when we do, then our body is more aligned with the spiritual frequency. And when we're aligned with our spiritual frequency, health happens as well. Okay. So we both probably have a a common understanding that <clears throat> each of us is somewhat unique or an individual and so would the high frequency for you be the same as a high frequency for me um yes but it may not be desirable (laughs) Ah, okay is it in harmony with your body also Mm mm-hmm so that's a, a beautiful question because, you know, one might surmise that if it's high frequency, then it's good for me. And in general, that's true. But we also need to make sure that it's in harmony with your body. In other words, mm-hmm. that your body actually needs it or desires it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to guess that you teach your 
clients how to do their own muscle testing on things that they would um, make available to their body. Is that right? Yes. Well, I mean, it's helpful, you know, <laughs> um, depending on who you're working with. If, if people are coming and they're, you know, I, I have people that come that are pretty Western medicine oriented mm-hmm. and haven't really delved into the, you know, because they're coming for counseling, for mm-hmm. example. Okay. And so I have to be cautious about, you know, what I'm throwing at them. You know, uh, hope, yes. little, little bits are, are good. <laughs> Um, but throwing a big snowball at them isn't necessarily going to help because they'll shut down. Yeah. So you have to drip on them for a while until they mm-hmm. start recognizing these things, and then mm-hmm. then you can, you know, get into it a bit more. Right. Right. Good. Uh, would you come under the label that is so common now uh, of coach rather than counselor? Um, it depends on who you're asking. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I am a certified life coach. Um, there you go. Okay. Right, right. But the, the the IRS recognizes me as a spiritual master or a spiritual counselor. In fact, I am an ordained minister as well in metaphysics. So. Yes. Okay. So you you have um, sort of covered your bases, so to speak, uh, yes. in the legality area as well yeah. as in the um, practitioner uh, way of, of doing your homework, uh, getting the training, mm-hmm. and uh, being a, a whole person um, practitioner. Sounds to me like. Well, I guess so. I mean, I've, I've had the, the fortune of, of being supported by the VA, so I work with vets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm working, yeah, working with vets and PTSD, and the VA, VA has, you know, uh, agreed to it and is paying me for that. So this is kind of unique for somebody in, in my sort of energy world yes. to mm-hmm. um, be able to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's just because I want to be able to help those that are really, really in need. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know you know the statistics on the vets. I mean, mm-hmm. we should not be losing them the way we are and yeah i have i've thought that what i've offered in my book is also appropriate in that realm um and i i just don't have a connection yet to see if Mm -hmm. that would um be true so we'll yeah i have yet to explore that yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate and, to have yeah. a, a person, interestingly, another serendipity moment or holy experience uh-huh. that I met this gentleman on a plane mm-hmm. and he wanted, he was a vet and he wanted to come see me. Wonderful. Care. Mm-hmm. And so he did the footwork necessary with all the, you know, folks that from his side of things. Right to uh, get permission to come see me. Mm-hmm. So I was approved from that standpoint, and then I had to do the, the work on the other side to mm-hmm. make sure that there was going to be money associated with this concept. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, fair exchange is important, and when you're, you know, you're giving for the sake of volunteering, that's one thing, but when you're giving for the sake of, um, you know, helping to support yourself and your life and right. your livelihood so that you can continue providing these gifts, mm-hmm. then you have to have a, a fair trade. Yes. Uh, do you have a VA close to Bettendorf up there? Um, actually, th- there was one actually in Bettendorf oh, wow. <laughs> until a couple of weeks ago, and now oh. they've just opened a new office in Davenport, which is right next door, a, a town that is literally connected oh, okay. to us. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are one of four quad cities, and they're all intermingled. So in the, uh, I'm going to just explore some details on uh, chronology. So you were uh, teaching uh, your um, sports medicine. Mm -hmm. Had you started to overlap uh, with the trip to Mayo uh, while you were still teaching or did this happen shortly after? Uh, just trying to see how your practice grew. Um, right. 
So the trip to Mayo was in 2005. And I was so excited and so um, geared toward using this in my sports medicine practice mm-hmm. because it was so powerful that I began to do that right away. And I actually uh, in- integrated some of the teachings into my coursework um, because I, mm-hmm. I taught the uh, sports medicine curriculum as well as mm-hmm. uh, taking care of the athletes mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I didn't, ha- I guess I had rose-colored glasses on or something. I didn't have any con- concept that this wouldn't be accepted in my environment. None. <laughs> okay. And um, then somewhere along the way, I would say probably 2009 or so, my administrators quote-unquote found out Mm-hmm. that I was doing this down there. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I wasn't ever trying to hide it. Right, know? right. And, um, you know, so I'd been practicing it for five years when they, quote, unquote, found out, and it did not go well. They created policy huh. to prevent me from using it. Oh, wow. And ultimately, that was the reason that I left. I could no longer mm-hmm. be... Um, having these gifts that I knew would help and not being able to provide them. Right. Um, I'm very familiar with taking practices that you get, like I got at Gene Houston's things and bringing them into the classroom. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just uh, didn't have anybody call me on it. (laughs) Oh, is that right? (laughs) (laughs) I I I was so naive. I didn't didn't even enter my mind. Yeah. What you did say, though, when you said 2005, it clicked an image. Uh, you must have already been connected when I met you with Spring Forest Qigong because you recommended a video that was across the way on a different table that I went over and bought. And I have the um, Spring Forest Qigong video that I've never watched. Uh, So, so, um, but you have it. I have it. One step closer. I have it, and and that's in some in some ways the story of my life is is collecting certain things in very piecemeal form. Um, Other things get much more internalized and. Sure, so so sure. this one hasn't uh, gotten internalized yet. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not alone. It turns out when I was cleaning out my office, that deep in the archives of my office, I had a video of Master Lin, too. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, yeah. So I didn't know how long that had been floating around, but it was something that was buried, you know, so it had been in there a while. Isn't know? that curious? Whoa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, we only have about, oh, five, six, it's the most seven minutes. Um, how would you like to use this time with our audience and sharing uh, you have another story or two or some other aspect of your uh, work you want to take anybody through a little short practice uh, we, we're you know, free um uh, wow that's that's wonderful thank you for opening the door that way it, it sort of feels like I'm being put on the spot a tad bit, but it's okay. I can manage it. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, the universe is with you. Right, right. And and what comes to mind is just sharing another story about some work that I do. Um, and it is all Qigong-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would share that I have this sort of enormous crystal grid in my, my healing space. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Star of David that is this uh, nine foot by ten foot large. Nine foot by ten foot. Hex- yes. Wow. So it completely takes up what used to be my dining room, but is no longer uh, traditionally looking like a dining room. <laughs> um, but in the center of that Star of David, where the, the hexagon is, is where I place my clients. Mm-hmm. And in that grid, there are 
24 crystal balls on the points and on the intersections of the Star of David, mm-hmm. you know, where the triangles are. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and they're different, sh- different sized crystal balls. Mm-hmm. And these crystal balls create a, a thinning of the veil, if you will, between this dimension and another. Mm-hmm. And so when people are in the, the client space in the, in the center, that vortex is something like what happens in, you know, the vortex is maybe in Sedona or something like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Where there. you can, mm-hmm. yeah, where you can sit in those vortexes and go into a, a quiet space, a meditative space, mm-hmm. and move into a spiritual recognition of your experience. And so when I'm working with my clients and they are in that space. I mean, I've had repeat, repeated stories of, you know, miracles on a daily basis. And, and I just, I'm standing there with tears in my eyes while this is going on because I have no understanding of it except for what they're sharing with me. Mm-hmm. And it's so moving and so touching. Um, one story that comes to mind is a gentleman ca- came to me um, with some health challenges, mm-hmm. and he also uh, had this dream of being able to connect with his father. His father had passed when he was two years old. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm naively saying, okay, well, let's see what happens, you know. <laughs> All right. And so I work with him with regard to his energy and getting his flow going and you know, some spiritual um, work, counsel work, you know, so touching touching his heart with some, you know, finding out some of the deep stories in his world. And he was really just mourning for this connection with a masculine father figure in his life. Mm. And so at one point I finished my energy work with him and I just let him be by himself. And during that period of time, while he was experiencing whatever, I didn't know, I mean, he was crying like, you know, a baby. This is a 70-year-old man, Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, deeply, you know, enmeshed in an experience of emotions. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, you know, I kept peeking in on him, but I didn't interrupt him. Mm And then when he settled it down and, um, you know, I felt like it was sort of safe to re-enter, <laughs> I, I went in and kind of called him back, if you will, you know, brought him back into the space of now. And I just asked him, you know, tell me what happened, if you're willing to share. And he said, oh, yeah. He said, when my master came in, and that's a part of what I do for Qigong, is I just call in your master, and that can be anybody that you have the utmost respect for. It can be spirit, mm. can be masters, it can be archangels, you know, mm. God, whatever mm-hmm. people want to connect to, nature, animals, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when he called in his master, two came, and he said, one of them was Jesus. But he was walking hand in hand with my father. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when he told me that story, and even right now I'm getting mm. choked up, it's so moving. Yeah. You know? I got the bumps. Yeah, me mm. too. Mm. And so these kinds of things can happen in, mm. in such a, a simple way, and you don't even, you know, it's not like I was planning that, you know? Right. Well, but, you know, we don't, we don't have the knowledge. What we need. Right. Yeah. Right. We just need to create the environment that allows it to flow. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that magnificent every time, but a lot of times it is. (laughs) Well, I um, think we're going to have a bunch of people that are listening making their way to Bettendorf, Iowa. (laughs) Well, you know, we can do distance as well. Oh, that's right. I work with people in Europe. I work with people in New York. I work with people in California. So this can all happen from a distance as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a real quick, do you know Diana Rankin? No. That name okay. is very familiar. Okay, that's it, all right. It is very familiar, but I'm not putting a face to her no, name. She does this, too, in a very different way. 
Mm -hmm. She was on the show. But we need to let people know uh, that you can be found at infiniteliving.com. Is that maybe the best place to find you? Yes. Mm -hmm. There's an information page right on the front there, and Uh you can, you know, sort of write me a text message or an email message. Right. So it goes right to my email from that space. So this is Rochelle Rittgers, R-I-T-T-G-E-R-S, at infiniteliving.com, Bettendorf, Iowa. I feel like uh, I've just renewed a uh, very important relationship and i appreciate i appreciate that very much so i'm gonna yes i appreciate it too thank you so much i'm going to do a little shift here as i say um talk to you soon (laughs) and let the audience know that uh next week is murphy ward a local columbia fella uh student uh actor uh, we just finished a show together, Jesus Christ Superstar, and he was our Judas. And we're going to talk about his journey and uh, his dreams and plans and things like that. And I'm really looking forward to that, too. So, folks, remember, wherever you are, that is your world. Please leave your world cleaner more peaceful and more loving than you found it, because if it is to be, it is up to us. So take care. Talk to you soon.